Welcome to the Styano Plastic Surgery Podcast with plastic surgeon JJ Styano, the only plastic surgeon in the UK who owns a clinic specializing in breast and body contouring. evening i apologize unreservedly for that um we have got some questions to answer got some things to answer to four things which i'm going to try desperately to remember um what those four things were and i'm going to just recount them now we've got can i have surgery if i've got low platelets reverse nipple correction after having breast cancer discharge around the nipple for breast reduction oh yes yeah, stockings after you know how long to wear the stockings for okay so i'll go through those things but if there's anything live feel free and i will be checking to see if there's any live comments and i'll be happy to answer those um as and when um so what we've got is um how long to wear the compression stockings on the legs now these are stockings that everybody who comes to hospital gets they're called ted stockings t-e-d-s um, I guess, strictly speaking, it should be TED stocking, TED stockings. Anyway, it's uh, thromboembolic deterrent stocking. Anyway, stops blood clots forming in your legs. They wear them when you go on uh, long-haul flights and things like that. It's just compressing the veins of your legs because you can get, when you're not mobile, you can get um, they, uh, blood, collect, uh, blood static in your veins. That can then clot and form what's called a DVT, deep vein thromposis, which can then, uh, Bonacera, which can then um, fly off to your lungs, call a PE, uh, cause a PE, which is a very t- a serious condition and something that we are, um, which we worry about. So we, um, we do everything we can to avoid that. And TED stockings is one of those things. Um, for me, they're on during th- surgery. Often we use these Floton boots during surgery. And really, it's till you're mobile. The best thing to stop DVT is to be mobile. So don't rely on your TED stockings. Get yourself mobile. And as long as you're mobile, um, that's the main thing. So I always say to patients, when they're mobile, they can stop wearing the stockings, which basically means when they leave hospital. Having said that, the hospitals often have a policy, and I think they say two weeks. So the nurse will probably tell you on discharge, you need to wear them for two weeks. So, um, you know, whatever. If you, the fact that this patient's asking the question means that they don't like wearing them. So um, I think if you're mobile, it's fine. Just keep legs moving if you're not doing anything and if, I encourage you to mobilize. Um, so, yeah, for me, two weeks and uh, keep moving. But if you're not very mobile, then maybe you better keep wearing them. Question one. Question two. I don't like three, two. Uh, two was platelets. Can I have surgery if we've got low platelets? Yes, can. Um, there's all sorts of medical conditions people have heart conditions and all sorts of things and they worry that they can't have surgery and it's just like anything it's whether you have surgery or not you've got to balance up the pros and cons and this will be another thing to balance up the pros and cons if you have got low platelets the main thing I'd be interested in is does it affect your daily life do you have problems with bruising and things like that do you have problems um, with your clotting Um, because if you are troubled on a daily basis with it, then maybe it would be saying, we'd be telling you that you have a high complication rate. I don't think they've specified what surgery is, um, but assuming it's something relatively 
big, like a general anaesthetic type surgery, some kind of breast reshaping, something like that, tummy tuck, then I would say that uh, we'd have to balance up the pros and cons and uh, have a discussion whether that would be right for you uh, or not. But it's not an absolute contraindication. Um, it's something that we could discuss. Um, and, yeah, we have done... <laughs> we have this all gone black and white, and I've got some... Got some sunglasses. Well, hello. Look at that. That is good. Look at that. That's all right. Um, I'll just try out my masks. That's nice. Um, so, yeah, not an absolute contraindication. We'd certainly discuss it, and we wouldn't say no just because you've got low platelets. The other thing we would do is talk to the person who's looking after your platelets. So, if you've got a hematologist or something, I would suggest you talk to them and we would, you know, we would write a letter to them to say, look, she's thinking of having this surgery. Is that okay with you? Is there anything we need to do? Any precautions we need to take? Or, um, you know, things like that. So we have it in discussion with the other doctors involved in your care. Question two, that was. Now question three. Um, inverted nipple, that's right. This patient has had breast cancer. She's had uh, um, surgery and radiotherapy and her, breast, uh, her nipples have become inverted. And she's saying, can I have an inverted nipple correction. Now the answer to that again, very positive this week, is yes, you can have an inverted nipple correction, no problem at all. The only thing that I would slightly, a little bit sort of alarm bellsy is, oh, what's happened there? Oh my Lord, raise your eyebrows. What's going to raise my eyebrows? Right, okay, sorry, I'll get this off. How do I get this off? I'll get it off, do I press it again? Okay, I'll get it off. Okay, the only thing I would say uh, about someone who's having a, uh, who's had breast cancer in the past, oh, crikey, what um, is that, um, sorry, let me, is that inverted nipple can be a sign of breast cancer in itself, so certainly someone's got a new inverted nipple, if there wasn't inverted before and it is now, um, then you'd worry a bit about breast cancer. If you've got a history of breast cancer, you might think, oh, is that a, a worry? Well, it is a worry, but it's perfectly reasonable that the radiotherapy and the surgery might have caused the inverted nipple. That is a reasonable thing. But I would say to you, it would be best to get checked by your breast surgeon, whoever's looking after your breast cancer. I'm assuming they sort of know about it. If they don't, it's probably best to talk to them about the inverted nipple to check there's no other reason for the inverted nipple. But um, if it is just the surgery that's caused it or the radiotherapy that's caused it, then you could have um, a correction. Anytime you have radiotherapy, that creates scarring, and that's what the inverted nipple is. It's a, the, the scarring of the, of the ducts that pull the nipple down. When you do surgery, you create more scarring. And this is something we talk about from when we do inverted nipple correction. So there's always a risk of recurrence because the nipple can get pulled down again. And if you have radiotherapy in the area, then your risk of recurrence is going to be higher. Uh, you've got more of a risk of wound healing problems. But I've got to say, the thing about inverted nipple correction, the scars almost invisible. It's at the base of the nipple, and you can't really see it. So it's not a big deal. But um, if you've got scarring in the area, there's a risk the nipple could invert again perhaps more so than in someone who hasn't had radiotherapy. So yeah, two things, high risk of recurrence and just check with your breast surgeon that there's nothing that you need investigating um, for the cause of the inverted nipple. Now we're on question four. Question four was, oh yes, discharge. It's something like discharge, I think it said around the nipple or something like that, or below the nipple, three weeks after a breast reduction. Um, is this normal? 
Now, this is my patient, um, so um, the first thing I say is, come and see me. We'll, we'll have a chat, and we'll have a look, or send me a photo, and I'll have a look at it, and uh, just check on things. But it sounds like, obviously, there's an incision around the nipple and down, and whenever you get two scars meeting, whenever you get a T-junction, and when you do a breast reduction, there's a T-junction at the, at the top of the vertical scar and at the bottom of the vertical scar, so there's a circle. It's like the anchor, you know, circle, line, and then... <laughs> so any time there's a join of two scars, like a T there's a risk of wound healing problems. It's more common at the bottom of the T-junction, I've got to be honest, but sometimes you can get it at the top of the T-junction. So it might be that maybe a little bit hasn't healed up very well and that's what's weeping. I'm, I'm assuming it's the wound that's got the discharge rather than the actual nipple that's discharging. I'm, I'm assuming that. Uh, nipple discharge is sort of, would be unusual um, for following breast um, reduction, but certainly discharge from the wound. And you can, I mean, I, aim, I always say to people, I aim for the wounds to be healed in two weeks, but it can take longer. And we're three weeks in now, with it, and there, so there might be little bits that ooze. Usually just give you some gauze to wear in your bra. It's not normally a big problem. Uh, the worry, obviously, with any sort of big surgery like a breast reduction is things like wounds infection, wound infections and breakdowns. But you can usually see that. Dawn, I will wave back at you if I knew how to use this machine. But, uh, oh, look at that. Oh, you're not waving, you're watching. <laughs> Oh, it says waving. Sorry, I thought it said you were waving. Oh, God, yeah, embarrassing. Anyway, wave to your dawn. Hello. Oh, dear. Um, so, um, yeah, three weeks post breast reduction, a little bit of uh, discharge. Well, I'm assuming it's a little bit of discharge. is not a big, big problem, but as I say, just give, give, give me a, probably the best thing is to give me a call and... Um, We'll come to the clinic and I'll have a look. We'll send us a photo of me. Um, oh, thanks, Caroline. If I could like that, I would. Oh, oh yes, I can. There you go. Um, can I? Have I liked that? Um, yeah, I think I have. Um, yeah, can't wait to do your surgery in, in April, Caroline, assuming it's me or maybe it's someone else, in which case, good luck with it. Um, so, um, so oh, what was I saying there? So... Um, Yes, that's answered that question. So a bit of discharge after three weeks after breast reduction is, not, is okay as long as the wound's looking okay. There's no signs of infection. If, that, if the wound's not looking okay, if there is signs of infection, let us know. Give us a ring, drop us an email, show us a photo, etc., etc. So um, awesomeness, that is that. That's me done. Four questions I think you'll find has been answered. Um, starting to kick off here. Uh, so I am going to check out of this uh, broadcast, but I will be back next week. Um, for another one uh, so if you have any questions please get let me know and I'll be very much looking forward to um, um, answering those questions so excellent thank you very much with me of course it is Carol. of course it is I know that I don't know why I said what I said I know it's with me um, and it's going to be absolutely great and uh, yeah looking forward to that in, in April Caroline that's a 2018 um, good thing that's going to happen um, one of the many, one of the many good things, but certainly your surgery in April is going to be right up there with the, the uh, events in 2018. So good. Um, all surgeries with me. Uh, no, we've got Karam Khan. Uh, so Shona, Shona, Shona's got a live question. Are all surgeries with you is the question. Um, Karam is uh, a surgeon, a plastic surgeon who works at the Children's Hospital and he does uh, the um, local cases, local anaesthetic cases, mole cysts, uh, the clinic. Um, we're trying to um, expand and get him to do... Um, 
more of the GA cases, which will be at the Priory um, Stroke Parkway. But at the moment, he's uh, concentrating on the locals, which is on site, the, uh, the theatre on site. So if you've got a mole assist, it could be me or um, Karam. Um, but if it's a GA type thing, so a breast uh, thing or a tummy thing, tummy tuck, yeah, it'll be with uh, yours truly. Um, so I hope that's, uh, that's got that one. And nice to see you here, Shona. Glad you could make it. And I'm sorry I'm late for this. So, um, yeah, that's uplift. Yeah, I, I can do that. I can do uplifts, Shona. So, um, yes. That, uh, and that would be with me. Oh, I, unless, it's in London, unless it's in London, sorry. If it's in London, it's uh, Paul Tully. Sorry, uh, I should have uh, mentioned that. Paul's our surgeon in, um, in the Harley Street Clinic. So if it's Birmingham, it's, it's me. If it's London, it's Paul. Uh, if it's a minor rock in Birmingham, it could be Kuram, but um, we're trying to get Kuram to um, work at the... See you in March. I'm booked in for a consultation. Awesome. Well, it will definitely be me. We don't do any of this, see someone in the clinic and then operate away on someone else. Whoever you see in the clinic will do your surgery. So if you're seeing me in March, it'll definitely be me. Um, yeah, that's, that's the way we roll. So, yeah, excellent. So we'll see you then. Um, looking forward to seeing you in March. And um, I'm going to um, vacate this theatre now. So, good. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to do that. And I'm going to do, I'm going to do another one. Um, so, excellent. Thank you very much for... Um, for uh, being here for me, and I'll see you next time. But oh, who did that? Bye. Have a question not covered in today's show? Then send it over to info at styanoplasticsurgery.co.uk using the hashtag AskJJ. We'd love to hear from you.